Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Hello, hello. I hope you are well and have had a good start to the day. So what a whirlwind it's been since we last spoke. I attended Accountex, as you know, and did my book signing and are blown away really by the interest that the book has had in just the first couple of weeks of launch. So as you know, I got quite jammy and uh, it just so happened that in the first week of launch, I was able to attend the biggest accounting conference in the calendar in London and Accountex and got invited to a book signing there as well. And if you were there, it was great to see you. Um, and you got a, a signed copy of the book. I'm, I apologize if you were there and we ran out because and he brought so many to the conference and it was in such high demand that unfortunately they did run out between the book signing and the talk because I was told only to bring 50 copies for the book signing and I was told to bring around 60 for my talk because that was the capacity but there was standing room only it seems so uh, they just went which is great and I am so uh, grateful to everyone who picked up a copy there of course if that was you then let me know in linked on LinkedIn send me a message how are you getting on with it because feedback so far has been brilliant which I am so glad because that was the aim to kind of share with you as much as I could within a book that you could read in a few hours and essentially get all my learnings or a lot of my learnings the key learnings as it were over the last 15 years of trying to grow my accounting practice so you don't make the same mistakes that I did so you haven't already got your copy what are you waiting for head on over to the link in the description below or go to my LinkedIn profile and you will see a big link to say get your free copy of the four pillars we still have a handful of books left from the original 500 that I bought but only a handful because in the first two weeks I think the we've had about four hundred odd orders over 400 now so only the last hundred of books to go to give away so if you're quick you may still get a free copy as well from the link in the description below so what do we want to talk about today I thought I'd come on and talk about how to run your how we run our weekly team meetings to give you an insight as to what uh, what we talk about and potentially give you a steer on what you could talk about uh, whether whether it's a good idea to have weekly meetings or whether uh, what do you have already? Let me know what you have already and perhaps and let me know whether at the end of this pod you've got any ideas of perhaps changing how you run your team meetings, your cadence of team meetings because let's face it for a lot of people that team meetings can be a waste of time. One of the biggest uh, causes of wasted time and lack of productivity is the number of meetings that we have. So have a think about, you know, are you having too many meetings? Could your meetings be converted into something else, into updates on a Slack channel or updates some in some other means rather than having to get everybody together in a meeting? Because meetings consume a lot of time and often the 
re the productivity resulting from a meeting does not warrant the amount of time and effort that goes into everyone being there at the same time. So we've got to really, really intentional about when we do meet together, what is the purpose? What do we hope to gain from it? And is it a really worthwhile part of our day, part of our week? I know some firms who have daily meetings, daily huddles where they get together to figure out what needs to be done, what are the challenges, what are the roadblocks we're facing, and then have another meeting at the end of the day as well. So two meetings a day. Now that might work for you. If that's if that works for you, then fine. If that works for you to get to be most efficient and for your team to know exactly what's going on and uh, be accountable to what they're doing, then fine if it works for you and if it's not broken, don't fix it. But, you know, maybe, maybe well, from what I share in this uh, episode, you might get some other ideas. So in our team meetings, what happens? We've, we've evolved. I mean, you know the way that I run my practice is very much now hands off and responsibility and autonomy is given to team members. So they are responsible for the ATZ on their clients and we have systems in place to support them. So the team members know, the client managers know what clients they're responsible for and therefore they are responsible for deadlines on their clients when it comes to everything from accounts to payroll to VAT, they are responsible for that. So we don't need to get on a team meeting and actually review deadlines because that is the responsibility of team members. And we have a system, we use Glide at the moment, to tell us what needs doing and when and our, um, you know, uh, all team members or the client managers will use that to determine what needs doing. And there'll be an additional check as well by Karen in the office who will then go in every month and just look at anything which has a red light just to make sure that we're on it and it's going to get done. And if there are any reasons that uh, it's being held up or whether it's been forgotten, then that will be dealt with. But it's not something that we typically talk about in a team meeting because we have systems that cover it and team members that are responsible for doing it. So if we don't talk about workflow, what do we talk about? Okay, so the first 15 minutes or so of our team meeting is spent generally in chit chat. We have a team meeting on a Monday at lunchtime at 1pm, which is generally around the time I get in the office. Um, because as you know, I spend my meetings, do my deep work, um, looking after me. I go to the gym in the morning, I go for my walk, and then I spend a few hours in a coffee shop doing my own work, my, my content writing or doing my, I was writing my book or now is I working on content. So I spend my mornings doing my deep work when I am at my peak in terms of energy levels rather than doing busy work or doing meetings or phone calls or you know, catching up with the team or emails and that sort of thing. I, I reserve that for the afternoon when my energy levels are not as great or my focus levels are not as high as they are in the morning. So around 1pm, what do we, we talk about, you know, chit chat because most of our team are now remote. There's only a couple of people that come to the office, even though we have an office and most of us, most of the team are local, but since the pan, oh, we actually went fully, well, we went, we went to a results only work environment a couple of years or about a year and a half before the pandemic. Uh, although most people were still coming into the office, but then since the pandemic, they've, most people have reverted to working from home, which is absolutely fine because as you know, I don't really care. Uh, where people are as long as the work gets done. So it doesn't matter our, our policy is, you can work when, where and how you want as long as the work gets done. So we use that opportunity to actually meet with each other, to have a chit chat because we don't have that 
you know, banter, that connection in the office so much. So the first 15 minutes is spent doing just that. And that's important. If you don't have, if you have an office, then you're meeting with each other daily and having those chit chats around the water cooler or around, you know, just uh, making a cup of tea. You get that in the office so you can, your team members can build that bond, which is great because that is important because, you know, we spend uh, a majority of our working days in the office with our colleagues. It's important we get on with them, that we develop relationships with them because when we do, then, you know that only uh, um, means that we'll have a, a more cohesive and collaborative team working together on a, on a common goal and a common purpose so that's important so we spend the first 15 or so minutes doing that because we don't get the opportunity to do that in the office given that most team members are remote the second thing we then do is to talk about something important and generally the theme of the year is uh, is on processes on making sure that we've got all of our processes written out into our knowledge hub so we use the second part of the meeting probably about 20 to 30 minutes or so knowledge sharing so has anybody got anything to share uh, and we share screens we do a kind of show and tell has anyone got any you know hack they found recently any ways of working smarter anything that discovered on, on a client or on zero to do something quicker or more efficient or anything they want to bring to the team's attention because something has changed a new regulation has come about a new uh, you know guidance note has come in whatever the case may be we use that 20 to 30 minutes as a as a, an opportunity to knowledge share with the team and then an action stemming from that knowledge here is to make sure that anything outstanding on that or that has been discussed that warrants coming into our knowledge hub then we make sure that an action is created and for someone to take responsibility for inserting that uh, process or a tip or whatever has been discussed into our knowledge hub now you know we, we use notion for our knowledge hub so we have a database in notion which is called knowledge hub and all our process nodes and all our quick tips and all our ways of doing things are in our knowledge hub which you know if you read my book i call the brains so in order to have a business uh, that can run without you you need three systems three core systems and those are your factory your office and your brains and you need well these are the kind of three core areas of your practice and you need systems in each of those three areas the factory the office and the brains the factory is where work gets done that's essentially the workflows your uh how you know, in terms of you know your accounts workflows your bookkeeping workflows your vat your payroll etc the office is is where work is managed so that is everything to do with how work gets from the factory from you to your clients to hmrc all the correspondence uh, all client information uh, your crm everything to do with your invoicing your proposals that needs to be kept somewhere and systems need to be in your office in order to manage the work and lastly, we have the brains, how we do things here. And the brains is your command and control center. And that is how you become more efficient by making sure that you tap into and you leverage the knowledge capital within your team. So basically what you're doing is you're getting the knowledge out of your head, out of your team's head, and you're putting it into process notes and you're documenting it through Loom videos and guides as to how we do things here. So your brains is a is a real-time living place where you document your how we do things here and that's really important because that's how you generate efficiency how well you capture leverage and share the knowledge 
of you and your team, past team members, future team members in one place, that is how you will become more efficient. So find a way of doing that. Don't, uh, you know, it's no good anymore to have documents and placed in Windows uh, folders and subfolders because they never get referred to. You need somewhere where your team know where they can get to really easily. And that's why we use Notion. But if you have a practice management solution that allows you to house your process notes in the place that it's going to get looked at when the team member needs it, then that's you know a good place to put it as well. So we spend 20, 30 minutes going through that. And then we spend the next 15 minutes also just going through anything else that requires discussion, any particular challenge that a team member might be having with a client and they want opinions of other uh, members on the call. So we go through a bit of that and any actions arising from the team meeting. We have a meeting action Slack channel. So we pop them in there and then we look at that every Monday to then if there's any actions that need to be done, we'll review the following Monday. Did that get done? Did it again? Why not? You know, we'd add on to the next week. We also monitor any key metrics that we might be tracking. So for example, our tax return target, we've got monthly targets so we just monitor how many are being done on a weekly basis to make sure we're on track with that so that's essentially how we run our team meeting that's pretty much the only time that i see and meet and talk to my team generally apart from that it's kind of mostly done through slack communication but i don't get much of that anymore from the team apart from when something is really challenging but apart from that that's pretty much my one hour in the week that i have contact with my team Apart from the occasional, there's a couple of uh, people who come into the office and I'll see them now and again because I spend the afternoons in the office doing my coaching calls and such alike. But that seems to work well for us. We also have a team member based in the Philippines. So she joins us in on that and that makes her feel that she's part of the team as well and connected with the rest of them. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's about you know 45 minutes, sometimes you know stretches to an hour if we're kind of uh, deep into knowledge sharing and getting excited, then we'll stretch it to an hour. But an hour maximum, 45 minutes is generally the average that we spend. So as you can see, it's not a it's not a tactical meeting. It's not to do with the nuts and bolts of what needs to be done and when, because that's taken care of in our systems. But it, it's more to do with you know making sure that we're seeing each other we're connected and also anything that's on people's minds that gets dealt with as well but generally you know the team have other ways of reaching out to other team members within our slack channels with obviously the, the phones they can pick up the phone and talk to each other as well on that we've got a we use an app called 155 as well which Every week, the team get uh, an email to complete their 15.5, which is takes them a five minutes just to give a pulse score on how they're feeling, what went well in the week, what are the priorities for the coming week, if they've got anything in mind they want to share, or is it something you know preventing them or any particular challenge they have at the moment, they can put it in, and that just allows those people who might be not so vocal in the team meetings who might be a bit apprehensive about asking a question or feeling that they've got a challenge and they can't really articulate it in a meeting they'd rather put it down on paper or in you know an app write it down type it out rather than speak it, it gives them an opportunity to do that as well plus it also means that we can systemize acknowledgement and praising amongst the team as well there's a great feature called the high five feature where team members can give each other high five for something that another team member may have done for them so it just helps to make sure that everyone is uh, 
uh, acknowledge and appreciate it for the work they do because we know that that drives engagement and that drives motivation as well. So hopefully that's given you some tips on how to run a weekly team meeting if you are, uh, are not running one or if you are running one, one, you might take some ideas from what I've just said. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Drop me a line on LinkedIn. Let me know what your one big takeaway was, whether you can incorporate anything I've said or whether you're doing something else that you want to bring to my attention. I would love to hear. Let me know on LinkedIn. Otherwise, hope you found that useful and I'll catch up with you next episode. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you want to spend more time together, get access to me personally for your questions, access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants or helping each other, then come and join the pack, the Profitable Accountants Community. There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshooter.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.